This is the Bartender Journey Podcast. It's the Bartender Journey Podcast number 274. My name is Brian Vincent Weber. Thanks for listening. This is the podcast that talks all about bartending and cocktails and spirits. Well, I recently attended a huge wine show at the Javits Center in Manhattan. It was called Vin Expo. Uh, there were thousands of wines to try, plus a few spirits. I had some wonderful whiskey from France called Half Moon, uh, but mostly about wine. There were classes and seminars. I attended a seminar sponsored by the Riedel Company, who makes beautiful glassware, mostly wine glasses. In fact, we use Riedel wine glasses at the private club where I work. The purpose of this seminar was to show that the glass has a substantial influence on your experience drinking wine. Of course, these glasses look beautiful, so that's a great start. They feel great when you pick them up, and they're perfectly balanced. We all know to hold a wine glass by the stem, yes. Uh, In fact, it was said during the seminar, if a glass has a stem, use it. This is, of course, so that you do not warm up the wine or whatever beverage you're drinking with your body heat. So anyway, I must admit I was a bit skeptical going into this seminar. I mean, do we really need one glass for Pinot Noir and a different one for Cabernet? Uh, As long as it's big enough so that you can get a nice pour in there and still have plenty of room to swirl it around and sort of, uh, and it sort of uh, focuses the aromas up to the rim. The uh, the rim should be more narrow than the bowl. You know, I figured that'd be good enough, but I mean, maybe a different wine glass for white wine than red, but uh, I needed to be convinced. But looking back at it, I guess I shouldn't have been so surprised. I mean, craft beer bars have been doing this for years, right? Different glasses for different styles of beer. It's, it's common. We use specific glassware when sampling spirits. We have a variety of glassware behind the bar for different cocktails. Well, I must admit, I was quite impressed at this seminar. We sampled several wines, but the same wine out of different glasses. I caught up with Ann Cazera, who gave the seminar. I caught up with her on the exhibition floor afterwards. We'll talk to her in just a moment. Our sponsor this week is Cake POS from Cisco. That's Cisco with an S. You probably buy a lot of uh, supplies and food from them, maybe. Uh, Wouldn't be surprised. It's a huge company. Cake is the point-of-sale system that lets bar and restaurant owners focus on the guest experience. Stop worrying about tracking every sale. Cake does that for you. Cake is the point-of-sale system that lets bar and restaurant owners focus on the guest experience. Stop worrying about tracking every sale. Cake does that for you. You can automatically save information and review it from anywhere later on. That means maybe as the manager or owner, you can actually take a day off, which can be pretty rare in this business. No matter where you are, you can check in on daily reports and know they'll be up to date. To get started with Cake, check out this specific link for our Bartender Journey listeners. It's trycake.com slash bartender. For our Bartender Journey listeners, you can get $750 off the activation fee. That's a 75% discount. Go to trycake.com slash bartender and request a demo. All right, here we are with Anne. I'm sorry, I've forgotten your last name. Kazara. It's a tough one. Kazara. Kazara, yes. And uh, representing Riedel Glassware, which is Absolutely. beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah, VP of Sales for the U.S. All right. For Riedel for the on-premise channel. So wherever the glasses are in service, that's what I do. That's what I represent. Well, we, we use them at my club where I work and uh, love them. We use, we, we use one, we, we call it the all-purpose glass, which is maybe... Maybe the Degustazione line, yeah. I think it's this one. Perfect. Oh, um, and then we have the Pinot Noir and the, and the Cabernet as okay, well. So you have a combination of our wine-friendly glassware yeah. and then our varietal-specific glassware, yeah. which is perfect. So your seminar today, I was I was very skeptical about this okay, coming okay. into it. You know, different. the wine's going to taste different out of different mm-hmm. glass. You totally changed my mind. I got to tell you, that was a really great seminar. So thank you for that. That's great to hear. My most favorite attendees are the skeptics. Yeah. I like to pick on you guys a little <laughs> bit because I like a challenge and I always like to change your mind. Sorry, the batteries died on my little audio recorder while we were doing the interview. Here we go. Just talking about how different the wine tasted from one glass to another. Same wine, different glass. It's amazing how what the difference is. 
Yeah, so it starts with a sense of smell, and obviously everyone in the room has a different sense of smell, and a different, I say, the library of senses can be truly unique to each person. But our smell gives way to what we're about to taste, and tasting is about smelling. Without the sense of smell, we would lead very boring lives, because Mm -hmm. tasting is really only, you can only taste four things. I would say I would be, you know, 20 pounds thinner if I didn't have my sense of smell. (laughs) So that gives way to sense of taste. The different shapes of the glasses are truly unique. um, And therefore, we allow us to really capture the DNA of each grape varietal. So as you experience today, all the glasses have different rim diameters. They have different volumes within the glass. Um, We've studied very much with the winemakers. The winemakers are adding complications to our world and therefore we have to add some complications to your world the consumer sometimes we are we're told we're complicated and we blame it on the winemakers for making things so complicated we absolutely adore the wine world we love what they do and we just want to be the vehicle to bring all of those beautiful nuances to the senses to the human senses it was funny how you said during the seminar that um one, we tasted one wine, was it the, the Cabernet? Mm-hmm. And uh, the oak came through so much in, mm-hmm. in one glass, and in the other it was totally muted. And you said the, the winemakers get mad. We, we spent so much money on these barrels, and now you can't even smell it in this? In this yeah, in this. absolutely. So that was the oak Chardonnay. We just oak tend Chardonnay, to have, right. yeah, we, have ten, we tend to have people in the room that say, I hate Chardonnay, I hate Chardonnay. And I always like to challenge those people to maybe experience Chardonnay in the Riedel way, which is in a rather large glass with a large rim diameter, placing, placing the wine at a broader part of the palate, mid-palate delivery, Perfectly integrating the oak. When you put it into a smaller glass, much like a glass you would receive at a restaurant across this country, maybe 15 ounces or less, really small rim diameter, the placement of the wine under the palate is very dis- it's very disjointed. Um, it doesn't show off the beautiful integration of the oak. And in some t- cases, you can't even find the oak in the glass. So the winemaker, of course, spending more than $1,000 on a French oak barrel will want the consumer to experience the balance of oak and fruit and acidity. Right. Right, right. Well, the one thing I have to bring up as, as a bartender, mm-hmm. using Riedel glasses, polishing the glasses... Can we talk about that for a minute? Because yeah, it's a lot of work. <laughs> it is a lot of work. Um, so care for the glassware also s- always starts, first and foremost, with a great dishwasher. Not a human dishwasher, but actually a machine that can function perfectly so that when you pull the glass from the dishwasher, it's clean, it's spot-free, all of those things. I know you're looking at me like that. Doesn't, that doesn't happen where I work, not there at all. Are, <laughs> there are a couple like fantastic producers out there that make great commercial dishwashers, but I'm not going to... I'm not going to tell you about those. Tell me about it later, please. Yeah, I'll tell you about it later. But anyway, um, high temperature, shorter cycles, low detergent. But if the glasses are spotted and they need to be additionally polished, we always recommend to use maybe a microfiber towel, wicking away the moisture, polishing the glass. Riedel actually makes a, a, a polishing cloth, right? We do. And it doesn't even have to say Riedel on it, but we yeah. do recommend yeah. uh, microfiber because much like um, dry fit, gear for, for working out, mm-hmm. it kind of wicks away the moisture, all the while polishing the glass. Glasses are generally three-part construction, the bowl, the stem, and the base. We always advise to treat the glass in the three parts that they are. So first it starts with the bowl. 
one hand or a couple of fingers go inside the bowl, a few on the outside, two towels, one on each hand works absolutely mm. really well. Oh. So you're supporting the inside of the bowl and the outside at the very same time. Okay. Cradling it in your hand, such as this. So cradling it just like this. Okay. So you can actually put quite a bit of pressure on this. Yeah. I've broken just, glasses polishing them before. <laughs> are you polishing them like this? Well, so I, this is what in not, the beginning, that's what I did. This is what not to do, because what are you doing? You're pushing, you're pulling the base in one direction and yeah. the bowl in the other direction. So First are we, of all, are we using steam and, or water or anything? Hot water. Hot, Hot water. Yeah. Steam. You can certainly use steam if you're having a fantastic dinner party and you really want the glasses to shine. That's the time to put a boiling pot of water on the stove and use steam. But hot water will work as well. Uh, but this is the way not to polish the glassware because you could actually have a bad cut. Yeah. Eventually, either the, 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 the stem will break um, right where it's jointed here, mm. or you'll have a bad cut as the bowl breaks. So Yeah, you could really hurt yourself doing exactly. this. Exactly. Yeah. You really could. So, we so advise that, against that. Let's talk about that Pinot Noir glass with the, um, it, it, it goes out and then in again. So beautiful. Um, so what, what does that accomplish? So this is a very sexy glass. It um, its origin is actually 2005, this particular shape, where we came together with 30 Oregon wine producers to develop, to develop a glass that really promoted their wines, their terroir, their special fruit, their um, difficult growing uh, season. So after three workshops, we came upon a shape that looked very much like this with a, a little bit of a flare. additional flair, right? right? Mm -hmm. We call that our acidity bumper. Pinot Noir naturally comes with medium to high levels of acidity. Mm -hmm. So we, of course, want to direct that fruit onto a part of our palate that is going to sense the fruit before the acidity. So it's all about bringing the wine into balance. And this glass achieves that. Super sexy glass. It is. And so there's um, running top to bottom. There's, uh, what would you call that even? So this is, oh, this is our optic impact. So <laughs> it's only happening inside the glass, not on the outside. We've got some addi additional little ripples right. that adds surface area on the interior side of the glass. So if you crumpled up a piece of paper, you would have the same surface area, but it's condensed. So we did that. We took that concept and put it into a wine glass construction. Why? More surface area means more more aromatics, more evaporation space, so you will actually have a better experience consuming wine from Riedel Performance. It's and it's warm. beautiful and it's beautiful too, it's beautiful. especially when you as you're swirling the the wine, it just the, it just lights up like fireworks. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Drinking wine should be fun, right? It, it is be fun. Enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> and it's more fun in a beautiful glass. Absolutely. Well, thank you Anne, this is a pleasure. Yeah, Thanks for talking to me. Mine. Thank you so much. Cheers. Cheers. All right, stand by for our toast. We'll do a toast at the very end of the podcast. First, I'll remind you, my name is Brian Vincent Weber. Please feel free to get in touch for any reason at all. You can email me directly at brian at bartenderjourney.net. If you have an interesting story to tell, please get in touch. I'm looking to line up guests for the next few weeks. Don't forget about our sponsor, Cake POS. Find our special link for our listeners at trycake.com slash bartender. You can get $750 off the activation fee. That's a 75% discount. Go to trycake.com slash bartender. You can request a demo or just go take a look. It's a big help if you just go to that URL so that our sponsor sees that the listeners of Bartender Journey are at least clicking through to check it out. It's trycake.com slash bartender. All right, here's our toast.
May we always part with great regret and meet again with pleasure. Cheers. We'll see you next time on the Bartender Drink Podcast. Firewater sure flows freely here.